we said. The Press Box. Well, hey, great to have you back inside the Press Box for this edition of the Press Box podcast. For my partners, Chris Stewart and J.D. Byers, glad to have you aboard as we offer up just a slice of what you can hear each weekday on great radio stations around the state of Alabama. Want to know where those stations are? Well, find us online, pressboxradio.com. Check the affiliates page to find the station nearest you. On the episodes page, you can hear the show on demand, hour by hour, all the way back to the very first hour of the show, or simply press the listen button there, and you can hear the Press Box anytime, 24-7. Just that simple, pressboxradio.com. All right, for today's show, a chance to talk a little Atlanta Braves. Chris Stewart out on a personal day, so Brad Law joined us along with J.D. Byers and yours truly, Mike Grace, and we talked to Ben Ingram, radio voice of the Atlanta Braves Radio Network, and uh, talked about how great this team has been playing as of late. They find themselves just a game back in the National League East when we spoke after taking game one of a three-game set against the Cincinnati Reds. We started out by saying not only are the uh, Braves playing well, but Ben and his team got to go on the road. I heard them broadcasting from St. Louis last week, and fingers crossed they get to do that the rest of the season. Well, that's the plan the rest of the way, but it was it was something special. And, um, you know, we the last 22 months not traveling and calling games off of monitors, just to be there in St. Louis and be with the team and travel with the team was almost euphoric to be quite honest it was something that you kind of forgot what it felt like so it was great and hopefully that stays in place and we do get to do that the rest of the year and we got a long 10 game road trip coming up soon and i don't mind packing at all for that now did i did i misread something on social media the other day or brad law were you helping ben out oh stop yeah well no all right so the nationals uh, called up a former auburn pitcher gabe klobositz okay and yes. Ben did what we did uh, upon seeing Gabe Klobositz on the roster, and that is, all right, I, I'm, I guess this is Klobositz because that's what makes sense. And so that's what Ben and Joe said on the, on the broadcast. And I happened to be listening, and I happened to have Twitter pulled up, and I just thought, well, let me see what happens if I tweet it, Ben, and, and give him the pronunciation here. And sure enough, he saw it. So that was kind of cool. And now I'm talking to Ben on the show. Ben, I'm just a huge <laughs> fan of the way you do your work. And uh, I, I just think that that, that uh, you and Joe work tremendously together, and it's, it's a top-notch broadcast. So it's exciting to talk to you. It's got to be exciting now. This team was the little engine that could for a while, trying to get up to the top of that hill. And, and then they put together a little winning streak, and now they're right there in the thick uh, of a pennant race. Yeah, they are. By the way, you made us feel really special because when they made the announcement, in the in the press box and also in the stadium, they got yeah. it wrong too. So we were the yeah. only ones who actually got the name right, thanks to you. So <laughs> I really appreciate that a lot. Um, yeah, this ball club this season has been a team that has hung in there a ton and and just been right there in the thick of things, but but just on the fringe. Um, I, I think for the first four months of the season, they were hanging in there, but you felt like as far as the cast goes, they they didn't really have what it took to get over the top. And now with what they've added at the trade deadline, it's been enormous. I, I think that if this team is to win this division, the Phillies and the Mets are really going to look back on on May and June and say, we had an opportunity to bury the Braves and we didn't do it. And I think they will really regret that. And this team just kind of hung in there and did just enough. This division hasn't been great. And there's, I think that's the, the most 
Um, I, I think that's the best thing for the Braves right now. That's the most beneficial thing is that they're not in a division where a team like the Brewers or a team like the Giants has run off and, and, and hid. So uh, they've been out, uh, allowed to hang in there, and it's been really good to see them hang in there. And once they made those additions of the trade deadline, all of a sudden things have started to turn around. It took 109 games for this team to reach the 500 mark, or, or over 500, I should say. I think it was game 109 where they climbed the game over 500, which is wild to say. I mean, if this had happened last year, you wouldn't have had a shot in a 60-game season. But that's the beauty of playing 162. There's so much time. And to see them climb into this thing at the right time, now starting to get healthy at the right time, adding Darno and, and others coming up here soon, that's really going to help this ball club. And hopefully here in the final 49 games of the season, they can make a push and win their fourth straight division title. Uh, it's J.D. Danimobile, men, and uh, I'm a big baseball card collector. I've kept all of my Ronald Acunas. Uh, I've got great hope. I wanted to ask you, though, because I was just on a short vacation, uh, and the last I had saw was uh, when I was able to cover and, uh, and enjoy coverage was uh, Freddie Freeman leaving a game with uh, maybe some respiratory issues. What's the latest on the first baseman? Well, the good news is he did play uh, the following day, the final two innings of that game on Sunday, and then had the day off on Monday, and then he was in the lineup last night. The thing about last night, though, there was a play at first base. We had a runner at second base late in the game. He got the runner over to third base, was trying to beat out the play at first and kind of walked gingerly off the field after that. Everybody after the game said that he was fine, but um, he, he did look like he was favoring something. So hopefully he's in the lineup today. But the good news is, as far as the upper respiratory infection, he said that he tested negative for COVID multiple times. And it was just a bug that his, that his son brought home from school that he felt like he had for 24 hours. So he's a guy that you absolutely have to have. And I think when I'm, uh, I believe when I think about this team with 49 games left in the season, you're thinking about health being such a major key. I'd put him at the top of that list. Freddie's got to be healthy. He's got to be out there for the rest of the way because he is your leader and uh, he's the best player on the team and he might be the best player again in the National League. So it's been great to see this tear that he's been on. He's got the average up close to 300 now after being so far down for the first month and a half, two months of the season. And he is, in my opinion, the best first baseman in the National League. So you got to have him out there, got to have him healthy and and as far as things go last night he was back out there and feeling pretty good what this team has done ben with so many missing pieces is a testament to the freddie freemans and the dansby swansons and 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 the other the austin riley who's had a fantastic Mm -hmm. season those guys have kept this this team in the hunt and then alex anthopoulos general manager went out before the trade deadline and got some help and those new guys have had a big impact and, and I would, I, you know, with what this team has done, I want to take it back further. Let's go back to 2018, 2019, 2020. And, and the reason I say that is I feel like they've built a winning culture here. In other words, they built a culture where they expect to win no matter what happens. And this has been such a challenging season, losing Acuna, losing Soroka, losing Darno, losing so many other big-time players across the season. And I think if this team did not have that culture, I think if this team did not have that confidence of what they uh, performed with and, and accomplished in the past, I don't know that this would be possible. I think it would have been very easy to panic or, or give up altogether when, when you say, okay, well, we just don't have it this season. It's just not our year. We don't have our stars. Let's just pack this thing up and go home. And they didn't do that. And they, they hovered as best they could. They treaded water for as long as they possibly could. And then to your point, Alex Anthopoulos made the right deals at the right time, right before the trade deadline and I think we're all pretty skeptical because going into the trade deadline we felt like this isn't a team that's one trade away or even two you might have to make three or even four deals and is that really even possible in such a short amount of time 
Um, you know, Alex told us that something that really motivates trades is, is a, a deadline. And it's hard to get deals done until you come up on that clock hitting triple zeros. Um, and, and they were able to get those deals done at the very last second. And adding Richard Rodriguez to the bullpen was absolutely enormous. I think the uh, the additions of Jock Peterson and Jorge Soler and getting Adam Duvall back have been tremendous. We saw Duvall hit the home run last night. So those guys have stepped up in a major way. Stephen Vogt has been good behind the plate. And then adding all those things in together with the health of Travis Dardo coming around, you should be able to add him here in the next 24 to 48 hours. Uh, you're getting right at the right time. And if I were the Phillies or the Mets, I'd look at the Braves and say, this looks like a perfect storm coming up at the exact right time. So um, the, the credit them for their ability to hang in there in the midst of lots of adversity. And I don't think they could have done that if they had not built the culture that they had over the last three seasons. Ben Ingram, our guest here uh, inside the press box. And Ben, today's game uh, is, uh, uh, is the Braves send Tukey out to the mound. Two earned runs or less in three of his four starts since coming back. Starting pitching has kind of smoothed out, solidified the, the last month or so. What's your expectation from Tukey out there today? Tukey, for, for the longest time, has had really, really good stuff. I mean, there's no doubting his stuff. Really good split finger. His fastball is really good. Good curveball. Consistency has been his biggest issue. And in his first two starts of the season, he was tremendous. Um, the last couple, he's, he's been a little bit rickety, but we've seen him clean up his mechanics. Uh, love what he's done with his fastball and that split finger. To me, that's been such a difference maker for him. And, and I feel like he's right in the place where he needs to be. He's been called upon when the Braves needed him, and he's taken this opportunity and run with it. So while he wasn't in the rotation, he's been given this opportunity, and he's been really good. And I think when it comes down to Tukey and Kyle Muller, once Ian Anderson is back and healthy, the Braves are going to have to make a decision. And I think if, if I'm Tukey Tucson, I'm, I'm looking at this thinking, okay, not only do I have to help my team win, but I have to go out there and be good so they call me back in five days and I'm back out there again. He definitely has the stuff to be an everyday uh, or a, a guy who's in your rotation and go every five days. And I truly believe that for Tukey. He's still pretty young and he continues to learn. And it, it's so difficult to learn how to win in the big leagues. You can have all the stuff in the world. You can have all the talent in the world, but that's not going to help you win in the big leagues right out of the shoot. I mean, you have to learn how to get it done in the big leagues and watching that trend uh, transpire over a, a period of three or four months or whether it be three or four years. That, that is so one of the most enjoyable things, in my opinion, about what I do is getting to watch young players develop and, and get over that final hump to where they are confident enough to, to go out there with their stuff and win every five days of the big leagues. And Tukey's right there towards the end of that process where I think he's so close to being an everyday rotation guy uh, and, and being out there every five days. So thrilled to see that out of him. Big expectations for him tonight. This is a big one for the Braves. Um, I feel like the division is where you have your, your concentration, but I think it's nice to also have a plan B, kind of the safety net of the wild card. And, and going into last night, the Reds are two and a half games back of the wild card, the Braves four games back of them. So if you could take two of three or better versus Cincinnati and better your chances in the wild card, that would be a, a good thing just in case you can't win the division that you could possibly have the wild card to fall back on. So this is a really big series in terms of that. And I think that puts the spotlight squarely on Tukey Tucson to be really good tonight. He has been Ingram. You hear him on the Braves Radio Network. You find him on Twitter at Ingram Radio. Uh, this is Mike here, Ben, in full disclosure. Uh, I'm a diehard. I'm listening to you or Joe or, or you and Jim last night or watching uh, Chip and his, his Bally Sports Bunch every night. Um, I live and breathe with the guys. And look, Will Smith, uh, I pull my hair out sometimes, okay? Uh, I know he's got plenty of critics, but when you really break down the numbers, uh, maybe he's allowed more traffic than we would like. 
But long term, he's been fantastic as a closer. Yeah, I think if you if you stayed away from really dissecting into each individual outing, you'd look at the over, overall outcome and say, well, this isn't all that bad. I think 23 out of 26 and save opportunities. And you'd say, all right, I'll, I'll take that every single time. Yeah. But he can make it interesting. And these last two, especially the giving up the three runs the other night versus Washington, that really hurt. And that would hurt no matter when it takes place, but especially in August, uh, especially when you're gaining ground on first place, and that really hurts. But it was good to see him get back on the horse last night. Granted, he gave up a couple of base runners, but you got a big double play to end the ball game. And and he's when he's on, he's got good stuff, but there's no guarantee of what he's going to be when he comes out. That's why I think adding Richard Rodriguez was so big, because if you've noticed – the way that they've used Rodriguez hasn't been the traditional here's your setup guy going into your closer eighth and ninth inning. What Snit has done with Richard Rodriguez is he has picked the spots for him, almost using him as, as a hired gun of uh, I, I, if their best part of the order is coming up in the seventh inning, I'll use him there. If their best part of the order is coming up in the sixth inning, I'll use him there. If it happens to be the eighth, he'll definitely use him. But I think he views Richard Rodriguez as – possibly his best arm in the bullpen and while the closer always gets the save if he gets the job done if you really think about it the toughest outs to get might not be in the ninth inning every single night Uh, and I think that's where he's used Richard and I think that's allowed Will Smith to keep his position as the closer you have the ninth inning with him and hopefully it's a favorable part of the order coming up in the ninth but maybe Richard Rodriguez got the biggest outs of the game when you used him in the seventh inning or the sixth inning or whatever it may be. So I think that really takes a big load off of the rest of the guys in that bullpen, and and hopefully that takes a load off of Will Smith. I know that it's been really uh, an adventure these last two times out there for him, but a good fastball, a good slider, and he's been out there plenty of times before. And the grand scheme of things, he's been okay. It just gets a little bit tricky sometimes, and I think I'm right there with you where sometimes you just want to pull your hair, hair out, <laughs> not even watch when he's out there on the mound only about a minute left ben uh we were hoping to get travis darno back soon uh, that might be delayed by the rain out in gwinnett oddly enough last night maybe hmm? right it could be we're going to find out today if, if it's up to me i would just say bring him on up right now and let him catch tonight because to me whatever travis is right now is going to be a better option offensively and defensively than kevin smith in my opinion uh but if they wanted to to catch travis today they could he was supposed to go last night with ian anderson on the mound they were rained out last night so they have a doubleheader today, and, and I'm sure we'll find out here in the next probably hour or so exactly what their plans are, whether they just bring him straight up to the big leagues or let him catch one more ball game. Game two of that Braves-Red series tonight on the call on the Braves Radio Network will be our friend Ben Ingram. Our thanks to him for joining us here inside the Press Box on the Press Box podcast. Hey, a reminder, we've got a great giveaway going on right now. Find out all the details online at PressBoxRadio.com. You could fall into a Press Box paradise courtesy of Meyer Vacation Rentals, Breakline Optics, and the Press Box. It's your chance to win a three-night stay in a two-bedroom golf front condo. Simple to win. All you have to do to register is go online at PressBoxRadio.com, click the Paradise link, fill in your name, address, contact info, and you are eligible to win. Now, you can increase your chances by finding us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Find us at PressBoxRadio1, PressBoxRadio and the number one. Retweet us and reshare us and follow us and like us on social media and those will be additional entries that could help you win at fall into a press box paradise contest prize package the three-night stay in a two-bedroom gulf front condo courtesy of meyer vacation rentals Breakline optics and the press box hey for my partners chris stewart jd byers mike grace saying thank you for joining us inside the press box and we'll see you tomorrow